Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Stop yelling. I'm drawing attention to the man peeing into the hot wind. <laughs> the, the figure turns and looks over his shoulder, and he has this unnerving smile on his face. Mm, the Russell special. Hi! <laughs> I didn't know. Sometimes there's good people who come down here, and they're like, I'm a goody-goody two-shoes. I don't want to hurt anybody or carry soul coins. Oh, Oh, you see, we are good people, but we can kill as many people as we want mm -hmm. in in order to um, uh, further our goodness. Mm -hmm. To save yeah. the world. I mean, we're trying to save the world here, so we kind of have to like do some stuff to make Gotta it Gotta break a couple eggs. Mm -hmm. and I skulls. like you. I like you all. Come with me. Race me down the hill. And he tears off down the hill towards the uh, war machines down at the bottom. Oh my God, I'm not running down this hill, you guys. It's okay. You can ride on the back of my steed that I'm going to summon. Oh, no. It's a casting time of 10 minutes. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> we get to the bottom. Your steed arrives. <laughs> Wait up. I'm coming. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today. It's Carla Maxted. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick me because I wasn't really ready. Uh, she, her, uh, playing Lipsinki Pip Diggins, also she, her. And Amy Moore. Second again. Uh, always a bridesmaid. She, her, playing. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> playing. And one time a bride. Yeah. One time. <laughs> yeah. There was that one time. It was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Shut up, you guys. I'm trying to do my intro. <laughs> Sorry, who do you play? I play Thea Amasasia, she, her, and Night Hunter, she, they. And Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. He, him, and I am playing Flint, who also goes by he, him. And Kyle Classic. Hey, yo, he, him, and I'm going to be playing Varanox, also he, him. Uh... Kyle's here, and it's really exciting. Even though, yep. is he a regular cast member? Maybe. We tried to make him come to the Goo Gang. There's only one True. place you can find out <laughs> yeah. if I'm a regular cast Ooh. member. Russ, where is that? Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where Kyle pops up in all the things, like Dungeons Downtime. He was in a, he was in an interlude. For an episode uh, he wasn't even for in. For an episode he wasn't even no. a part of. I like, did that. Had a different guest star entirely. Uh, you know, we might time those things to to line up, but no, we don't, because nah. that's how we nah. roll here. Nah. Who's on the call? What do we need for tomorrow? Uh, but when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Maggie. Thanks, Maggie. Maggie. Oh, Maggie. Thank you so much. Dame Maggie Smith. Wow, I never thought oh. that she'd be a patron for our podcast. Amazing. Oh, and I was going to be singing some Rod Stewart. Oh, also great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also a good some, choice. Some Bob Dylan. Oh. So many famous Maggies are patrons of but ours. But you're our favorite. But you, you, you are, are our favorite. favorite. 100%. Tried and true. Thanks, Maggie. Uh, join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, just like Maggie. All the Maggies. But this one specifically. And now, fuck it, let's play! 
You've just hurled yourself down the brambling bony hill down towards uh, Smiler as he is tearing down on his war machine towards uh, the unsuspecting victims of your upcoming Grand Theft Auto. You land down at the bottom. I think that was seven. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, and you find yourselves in these skeletal bushes down off the side of the road, quote unquote, as Smiler tears out into the center uh, to flag down this oncoming envoy, which is of one. Which one did you want? The demon grinder? Yeah. yeah. Uh, demon one grinder. demon grinder, this huge war machine with these massive bony jawed teeth that come off the front of it. You can see that there is a huge cab and these razor sharp wheels, three sets of them all along it. Hanging off the back is this pivoting, swinging wrecking ball. Alongside them are three of uh, that appear very similar to the one that Smiler is riding called Devil's Ride. They're more motorcycle-esque and can hold a couple people. Uh, or a couple individuals, um, and they are slowing down as they are proceeding to Smiler, who you hear is just waving, hey, everybody, just come on over. I just got something to tell you. Come on, just uh, come in close. So as they are slowing and the engines are uh, are, 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 are still revving uh, quite heavily, uh, you see a couple red caps hop off the two, uh, two of the motorcycles and making their way over to Smiler. Uh, what if some of you try to sneak around the back of the machine and I can try to take these red caps out uh, with my arrows? Anyone else have a bow? I was thinking I could just like look through the machine and see how many are in there. Fuck yeah, do that lip synky. So I'm going to use my ghostly gaze. I can see through solid objects with a dark vision. I just want to see how many... How many folks are inside that machine that we're, just so we know what we're dealing with? That is such a great idea. Okay. You're looking inside the large one. On the outside, there are three red caps piloting the the smaller ones. On the back, there are these, uh, they look very similar to the red caps, but it's like their cap has like melted to their face and their eyes are just (laughs) always open and they have these jagged teeth. And they're like spinning and twirling this this sharp scythe blade in their hand as they're, they're waiting. Baton. Uh, as <laughs> this, they're spinning and twirling their on fire batons as if they are. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and there's one who's like playing the devil sticks as he's doing his thing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you look through the war machine, which is a really cool thing that I didn't know you could do, but now you're doing it, and it's amazing. Um, piloting one of those is another red cap. Uh, there are. Uh, three other of the of the like the weird looking red cappy type uh, folks, and then inside, like crammed into it, is this. Uh, make a roll. Just dinner. Uh, Cinnamon. You probably like uh, either history or. I guess nature would be relevant to you because you spent a lot of time in really gross and yucky places. So mm-hmm. nature is a skewed kind of perspective to you. Uh, I mean, they're both plus two, so whatever. Uh, 20. You look inside and you see what uh, you could describe as a flesh golem creature. 
It is uh, a, a large creature. It takes up. It's like hunched over inside the back of this 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 vehicle. It's stitched together of different body parts from devils and demons and like there's these weird tentacles that kind of come off one side of it. It's got like this droops, like beaten up kind of face to it. Um, and it's like, rocking back and forth inside this, this uh, large machine. So Can we uh, get a total? Uh, so 11 total. That's not eight. <laughs> well, he said there'd be eight in the big one. It's true. So really, there's five in the big yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say there's only five in the big one. So really, we're fine. It'll be fine. But but there's now two there. He's flagged two down. There are, well, there's one big machine. Yeah. There are three motorcycle machines. Oh, I get you. Oh, Posse. Plus his. I thought, sorry, I thought they were on like the outside of the machine, kind of like on the no, so there are dock. I don't know. Or uh, vehicles. Four potential okay. stealing machines. Mm-hmm. Machines to be stolen other than Smilers. Gotcha. Guys, I've got good news and bad news. Which do you want? Okay, so the good news. The g- I'm just going to. Yeah. Okay, so the good news there's only five inside there. Oh, that's positive. So I mean, that is good news. That's good news. I mean, the bad news is that one of them is like a flesh golem, so oh. it's basically the most disgusting thing you've probably ever seen. I mean, maybe not you, Grancis, because I know you saw some shit down in the. I've abyss, been a flesh golem once. Yeah, it's kind of pieced. It's it's gross, and I I am going to warn you. It probably smells very bad. Yeah, like like eggs and watermelon. Well, I mean... Anyway. <laughs> out of everything I could smell bad, those are two foods. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Are you, okay. Combined? Wait, I don't want to know. Why am no. I asking? No. <laughs> Let's stay focused, people. But but I still love your plan. Like, you, like we should sneak up and then... Uh, what are the points of egress into this machine, Russ? I'm picturing uh, a like tank, a but you have yeah, not that's said what I'm that. <laughs> no, I haven't said that. Uh, so it's uh, like a tank. Uh, it's like a tank. Uh, so there is one on top. There appears uh, you haven't really gone around the back. Maybe you have. Uh, you would be able to see straight through. It's all good. There appears to be an entrance, uh, not directly out the back, because that's where the swinging ball is, but like often to the side near the back, there is a larger door. So there's one door at the very back, and then one from the top. Well, whatever our plan is, I know that I can offer a, a little bit of help. So I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get us set up with bless uh, at a. How many people I need to bless right now? Uh, six, uh, six players. I'm just picturing like you get characters. a blast. You get a blast. <laughs> you get a blast. That's exactly it. You nailed uh, it. Yeah, there's six player characters plus Donnie. All right, so let me do fifth level. That should get me everybody in our group now has bless. What what does that do? It's real good. Whenever you make an attack or a saving throw before the spell ends, which is a minute long, you can add a D4. To the rolled attack or saving throw. Nice. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got ranged attacks. I can stay here, take care of some a-holes on the outside if some heavy hitters want to go in and, you know, I mean, they're kind of trapped in there, right? 
What if you threw fire in there? We could do that. Just saying. Get creative with it. Oh, I've got an idea. I've got this fun little thing. I can at least eliminate one of their points of egress. So if there's a door, I've got this nifty little rod, and I pull out an immovable rod, click it, stays in space. Just like, we just put that in front of it. Then they have only one way to go out. I like it. Let's do that. I'm not sneaky, as we found out earlier. Would somebody be more... Would somebody I can, want to I can do to this. It? Oh. I, I press here or press... What yeah, button? you just click the end of it and leave it where you want it. Click the end and then phew, let go. And they cannot pass through? Well, it, it's immovable. So nothing's nothing's moving it unless you... Again and... Wait, it, does the door swing in or out? It is magic, right? I do not generally like magic, but this this is good. I don't know, Grancis. It's valid because if it swings in, and you put a bar in front of it, then they're just gonna. I I. Uh, no, but then they cannot pass through where this is. Oh, they. Yes, it creates well, it's, like it's, door that there is there not there. Has there ever been a vehicle where the door swings I mean, in that isn't a it, hatch at the top? It, it's quite a small area in there. They're pretty jammed in. So if it pulled in, it'd be, I mean, I don't know the design standards oh. here or what sort, but it. Look, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to just solve for problems that don't exist. Better yet, in, instead of, instead of putting it in front of the door, we could put it behind one of, or in front of one of their wheels, and then they won't be able to drive off if they get the urge to do so. Oh, that's a oh. good idea, too. Now that's, that's how you rose through the ranks. That's why you became my mentor and best friend. Because you're I am so sorry. smart. I was looking at this fun thing. Where do you want me to place it? On, on the door. No, we're changing oh. that. Put it, put it in front of one of their wheels, so if they try to move forward... They won't be able to. Now, if they move back, that's a different story, but... Maybe it's not equipped with a reverse function. You're always moving forward in hell. And then you do U-turns. Yeah, yeah. Constant U-turns, left turns, uh, when it's least convenient for anybody else. Okay, we'll do this now. Okay. And Night Hunter sneaks off to go around, because obviously you can't just beeline it for the front. There are other... There are other entities yeah. and creatures uh, observing the front. Yeah, so area. they're going to just try to be super sneaky. Okay, so Night Hunter... Sneaking around. Roll me a sneak check. Oh, a stealth God. check. Oh, fuck me. Uh, no. But then I, I can add... Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. I can on. add a blessed thing. I can uh-huh. add a blessed thing. Which is plus D4. All right. That was, that's a 12. Well, 12's not that bad. It's hell. Not, There's a lot of things happening in hell. It's not mm-hmm. like, I, not, I suppose these machines are like... Oh, yeah. They, they yeah. scream with the power of soul. Uh, oh, well, fantastic then. Under the cover of soul screams, I fly. <laughs> You're sneaking around to one of the rear wheels, presumably? Yeah, I'm not going to put it... Oh, here we go. I'm not actually going to place it in front of their front tires. I'm going to place it in front of one of their back tires. That way, if they try to go forward, they can't. And if they try to reverse, they can't. Mm, yeah, because yep. it's stuck between the yep. wheels. Thinking, thinking... All right. Uh, so Night Hunter's there. Where do does everybody else want to be? As far as using like clock directions, which one has the easiest uh, ingress? Like getting there quickest, like three o'clock, nine o'clock. They're all at twelve o'clock because we're back in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right>. Sorry, <laughs> you're we're looking all for at six which o'clock? door to run to? Yeah, that's what I thought. No, yeah. just to run up to the, to it in general. Uh, let's say eight o'clock. 
Everybody give me a little, like, action montage description of you getting into position. Uh, okay, so Night Hunter, you're going to go place the uh, the immovable rod, uh, the rear tire, so yep. that if they back up, move forward. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Varanox and Lipsinki, where are you going to be? Sneaking up to the left-hand side. Uh, I look back at Lipsinki, not sure exactly, because we haven't gotten too many chances to work with each other yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I just start moving because I'm used to it, and then I look back at Lipsinky like... Yeah, I'm big thumbs up, and I think what Lipsinky's going to do is use Sharpie, because I never... I haven't used Sharpie in a long time, but Sharpie can actually be used, like, essentially as a grappling hook from the bracer, so I'm going to do that so that I can um, get up onto the top, because I do want to open that hatch and do something down into them. That seems like, okay. you know, they're kind of mm-hmm. trapped in there. Let's like put and you I'm just pretty on, small. on top then. Yeah. So so right. that's my plan is just like grapple my way up there. Step one. Okay. She hasn't figured out what step two is yet, but yeah, well, it will present itself to her. Absolutely. Exactly. Love it. Uh, Thea and Flint from the side, uh, maybe a little uh, your game plan for each of yourselves. Uh, well, Thea, I think, has already given her spiel about, like, I'm going to stay here. Uh, and then Grantsa starts to move, like, as Varnox and Lipsinki and them, like, start to move toward the thing. And she, like, straight up grabs him by the scruff of the back of his collar neck Whoa. and is like, you sit down. You stay here with me. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll stay here. Okay, we're going to try to. Flint's going to gonna stay here, too, with us? Keep us company? Well, no. Flint is going to go hit people really hard. All right, you still do that, do you? Yes, he does. <laughs> Flint's just strong. I mean, I'm already down by the vehicle. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Russ wanted this scene before you. <laughs> That's Look, cool. he's already gone. He's already gone. He's already left. He Who didn't are you even, even talking say, to? Grant says we're worried about you. He didn't you. even say goodbye. <laughs> okay. We need... <laughs> What we need to do is we need to quietly try to take out some of these... Why are you talking so loud? I'm not. You're... <laughs> so my my whole plan is you see those two that are walking up to Smiler? I want all this chaos to happen behind their backs so that they don't turn around. Okay. We're going to kill. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry, hell does weird things to your vocal cords. It makes them really clear, and then they drift back out. I don't like it. Quiet. Let's just not talk anymore. As everybody uh, gets into position and readies themselves as best they can, Smiler's kind of watching everything, drawing the attention back uh, towards himself from the red caps who are in front of him as the random noises are made so that hopefully uh, you make it to your position as smoothly as possible. Um, and then yells, uh, well, and then she says to him, she says, now! As she hears Smiler yell, now, uh, she will let loose an Eldritch Blast. Uh, so a beam of this time red crackling energy streaks towards um, these creatures. Four beams uh, crackle out from her hands. Uh, and as she aims for the four 
dudes on the cool motorcycles. We're trying to disrupt them on the motorbikes. Indeed. All right, awesome. Give me some rolls. So that's five damage for the first, four for the second, three for the third. Who wants to guess what the next one's gonna be? Oh, it's a four. Good. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. This sucks. And then, that's Man. right. I remember that I've got multiple actions. Ooh. Uh, she is going to take her oath bow, uh, but she's not going to whisper to it. She's just going to use it as a bow. That's possible, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I don't you, have you don't, to. You don't get the bonus that it gives when you do the whisper, but yeah, you just use it as a bow, right? The yeah, bonus. Be- Ah, uh, well, that's a 25. Yeah, absolutely. Six plus two. Okay. And that one is going for the one that is closest to the bushes. Okay, so yeah, one of the red caps who is talking to Smiler at this time. Oh, sure, yes. The, uh, above the bushes. Four uh, Eldritch Blasts ring out and crackling energy through the air and knocks all of these creatures off of the devil's ride that they're on. They're blasted back and off. Uh, A arrow zips through the air towards one of them and impales in its shoulder, uh, lets out just this hideous scream uh, as it reaches for its scythe. Uh, Flint. Am I able to like rip open one of these doors and hop in this tank? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, you tear open the door. Sticks a little bit. It's a little awkward at first, but then then it rips open. You gotta you gotta give it like an up and an open at the same time. And as you open it, uh, staring straight at you is this huge flesh golem, as was described by Lipsinki. It's got these. Now that it look, it starts to slowly look up at you and opens its mouth, and like the, the jaw hangs loose, and it's got these sharp teeth and like this tentacle begins to move out towards you to try and grab onto you. What do you do? Uh, I am going to uh, attack that tentacle as it tries to come at me. What are, what are you hitting it with? Uh, probably my battle axe. Axe swings out. How big is the interior of this? If we were to go inside of it, would our like movements be mm. impeded at all? Like Flint's at the door. Yes. But I'm just wondering, if he were to step inside, would he have room to swing an axe? Uh, yeah, it's oh, pretty it's roomy, y'all. It's, would I be better served to go, like, the longsword, though? Uh, pro- probably, yeah. Like, coming up and over is going to be an issue. Like, you know, a side swipe um, would be would be more advantageous. Uh, because of this large creature okay. in there, it is... Uh, slightly cramped, but you'd imagine that the, it, it's it's pretty spacious for normal-sized individuals. Well, we'll do uh, moist tongue longsword then. Been so long. I know. Moist. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I'll deal some damage with that bad boy. So I have three attacks per action, Russ. Okay. 38? Yes. Holy shit. How much of that's cold? All of the 2d6, so 18 of it. 38, so 20 no, is wait. not. 20. <laughs> My math is math math is hard. hard. Okay, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. 38. Yeah, 18, 18 of it's cold. The cold begins to crystallize the skin, but it, it doesn't, not in the same way that you were used to. You are now 
blocking the door, essentially, unless you choose to move. Uh, I'll probably, like, make sure I get one or two steps into this thing. Flint steps in and to the side. Night Hunter. Mm. Uh, so you are, uh, I guess you are placing the immovable rod. That is your... That is your mode in this one, yes? Can I place it and then uh, sneak up the front of the yeah. the machine? Okay, I want to do that. Okay, yeah, you uh, place the immovable rod. <laughs> you push the button as you described. Button. Doesn't seem to be able to move. You try and give it a little shimmy. Uh, I'm like, fantastic technology. As advertised. Uh, and then you move up to the front of the machine where you see three of these madcaps trying to like sh- climb back up to their feet. Um, and then the red cap scrambling to get their weapons in front of them. Vornox. Seeing as Flint and Lipsinki have the tank going down, I am going to run up to the the guy in the that's standing next to the left motorcycle, leftmost okay. motorcycle. Yep. I'm gonna run up, drawing my uh, my sword of vengeance, and I'm going to exclaim out, "In the name of good, you will die today." And I'm going to give an attack. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so, yeah, like everybody else, we can just roll some damage for this one. All right. So that is uh, 11 slashing magical slashing damage, and I'm going to burn a Divine Smite. Okay. And do 2d8 extra of Radiant damage. Nine Radiant damage on top of that. Oh, 20 in total. And is it a Fiend? It is a small fade. Fae. Okay. Fae. Yeah. Cool, so cool. Not a fiend. I mean, I didn't tell you what it was. It's not a fiend, though. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. You take a huge chunk into it, and because it's it, it's like prone, you as you get closer, you see that the boots on it have this huge like hooked uh, blade on them. Um, but you cut down into it, and lets out a a scry, er, a scry, lets out a cry. <laughs> Uh, it looks forward into the future. It's a scream cry. Yep. And like a false limp. Uh, you manage to like stab through the heart of this thing uh, and, sh- and shut this one down. It's dead? It's dead. Oh, good. Then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to move up to the middle one, right behind the gray one, and uh, do another attack. Awesome. So that's going to be 13 magical slashing damage okay. and 13 radiant damage. Again, because of its prone position and your ability to sneak up on it before it has a chance to um, guard itself, uh, you can uh, kill this creature as you see fit. Murderously. And another for you, in the name of good, Impale. (laughs) (laughs) He's over there like, doing good feels so good. I'm enjoying this. Thea is concerned, just watching from the bushes like, oh, no. Yeah, this is not... This is not what we had in mind. But it's, so did he kill that other one too? Yeah, he's killed two. We go to Lipsinki now. So when I lodged Sharpie in there as a grappling hook, I would like to submit that I can then pull, because there is a whole thing about using it for attacks, to pull that lid off. Okay, yeah. And once I do that, luckily I notice my friend uh, Flint go in there so I won't do the thing that I was originally going to do (laughs) but instead um, I think I will just Eldritch Blast because that does four beams which I'll do the extra one into Big Grosso. Does that make sense? Yeah. Big Grosso. Sure. Big Grosso. Um, So that is damn. Uh, So (laughs) 
Two nines, a four, and a three. Damn. The interior of this this tank creates uh, lights up with the, the the beams coming from your eldritch blast. Uh, Flint, they like zip by you and over your shoulders, um, and strike into this huge creature in front of you, who is like blown back into the side, and the entire thing rocks. Uh, Lipsinky, make a dexterity saving throw, please. Hmm, not great. Do I still have that bless from before? You still have a D4 for bless, yep. No. That's good for a minute. So that's going to put me at a 12. Your foot slips and you fall off the side and down towards one of these razor sharp blades. Okay. I'm still holding on. No, I'm not. That's a lie. I was going to say I'm still holding on to Sharpie, but Sharpie threw a lid off. So Sharpie is no longer attached to the machine. Damn it. Uh, so you're gonna you like land on your side, and you're gonna it's gonna cut deep into you, and you're gonna take eight slashing damage landing on this tire. Mm-hmm. This, not tire, this razor blade. Hey, Grancis. Yeah, it's been a while. What? Uh, uh, what should I do? Uh, you should hit them with a spell, but not like one of your awesome spells. That you like save those for Orcus, but like hit them with like a like a mediocre spell. Oh, do we think we're gonna fight Orcus like next? I I don't I don't know. <laughs> what if there's no time to rest in between now and right. then? That's well, my concern. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. I get it. I haven't had a time to 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 rest in quite a while. Uh, what about call lightning? Does that seem like it's be pretty cool? I mean, yeah, sure, maybe. Okay, cool. Uh, a storm cloud <laughs> begins to appear uh, as he is. Oh, that's a that's a duration. I was like, oh shit, casting time ten minutes. God damn, was this fine, Steed? Uh, but no, it's casting time. <laughs> what is the point One of this action? Show? Duration ten minutes. Uh, a storm cloud appears above the machine. Uh, in the shape of a cylinder, 10 feet tall, 60 foot radius, centered on the point I can see. Uh, when cast, I choose a point I can see in the cloud. A bolt of lightning flashes down to the cloud. Each creature within five feet of that point must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh... Hey, maybe instead of over top of that, go over top of the guys on the motorcycles. Oh, yeah, that's probably yeah, a really good idea. Move your cloud over just to the left a little bit. Oh, but Faranox is there. Oh, fuck it. He'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll probably position it above the two that are near Smiler. Uh, fuck it, they're going to take it. 3d10. You roll 3d10 Yeah, you want me to roll that? Sure. Three, eight, five. Uh, 16. Uh, th- the two that are nearest Smiler, the two red caps, uh, are, are finally back up to their feet, and they hold up their sides, and it connects with this lightning blast that like riddles down through their body, and like, you can see their skeleton like fitzing in and out. Um, and it stops, and there's smoke coming up from their, the top of their heads, and they just fall over. <laughs> See, like riding a bike. Oh, it felt good. felt good. Now, now we got this cool storm action. Okay, we're back up to the top. Uh, Smiler's going to have a turn. Uh, he's going to hop on his vehicle, um, and it appears that he is driving away. Not surprised. I love this guy. (laughs) Really nice to see you. Have fun in your vehicles. And he tears off. 
Hey everybody, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. I, I've just recorded several of these middles, and I keep getting a little retrospective and sappy in them. So I I don't know if that's what we need for this episode. It's Grand Theft War Machine, and we're very excited because a couple things. You may have noticed some release schedules are off. If you're all cut up, you're like, hey, hey, Russ, I want to know what happens next. And we want to tell you. Uh, world's busy. Got to make sure that we uh, keep, take care of ourselves. Uh, and we're putting out content as fast as we can. But know in the background, we are still recording every Tuesday, like we do. Uh, and we are working towards some pretty big events that I can't tell you about. But it's very exciting. Big things are happening. Things that I didn't expect, which is the case for most of Dungeons and Dragons, which is why it takes us so long to get places. But we have so much fun and we've got so much coming your way and we want to share it with you. I just can't put them out fast enough. So don't worry. We are working ahead and planning and making sure that this is the biggest, most epic thing that we're working towards that we've ever done. If you're like, hey, I am caught up. I need more episodes. I need to know what's going on. You can come join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Where, I mean, we are a, a patron-supported as well as advertiser-supported, but primarily patron-supported show that has allowed us to continue recording. My computer just died a, a few weeks back, and I had to go out, like, same day and get a new computer, which I was only able to do because of our patrons. So thank you. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Whole bunch of content over there. Like, I'm looking at the list, like more than 250 episodes. So look at your main feed where there's more than 250 episodes. Double it. That's how much content we've got over there for you, which includes a whole bunch of downtimes from season two and an entirely original and exclusive podcast that we've got. We're deep into season four over there. I'm pretty sure Tom's working towards a season five, but we'll see how it goes. You know, we're not rushing anything. That's not what we do here. So we hope to see you over there in the Patreon community. People are joining the Discord every day, and we can't wait for you to join us. But we'll get you back to this episode now. Thank you for listening, and thank you for considering joining us on Patreon. You have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Is there anyone still alive? There are two on the outside that are still alive, a red cap and a mad cap. Uh, there is still the big grotesque thing, as well as, uh, what did I say, three madcaps inside and a red cap? Yeah. Uh, so four more creature, five more creatures inside the vehicle that are still alive. Inside the big vehicle. Cool. Uh, Thea, we're back to you. All right. Um, Thea is going to Eldritch Blast the two on the outside twice. <laughs> So they're each going to get two beams. Awesome. Uh, my first one is a 19. That will hit. Second one's a 19. Hey. Third one's a 15. Uh, you got a d4 on bless. 15 hits, yep. Oh, dear. And the next one is an 11, and I'm going to use that d4. Come on. What is it? Oh, shit. I think it's a 2. 13. 13 does not hit. Ah, okay, so uh, three, two, or two to the yep. one in the middle and one to the other one on the side. More Elf Blast fires across the land.
landscape uh, two right in front of you Varanox at the one that you at, at the one that's in front of the one that you just murdered 11 damage and as they are standing back to their feet are blasted back again knocked to the ground and you keep, you, Varnox, you hear them specifically they're like ah son of bitch god damn it I'm gonna get them uh, they don't appear to be dead yet. They are like, uh, there's they're like being huge, too sassy for huge me. <laughs> scorch and, and burn marks all over their all over their flesh. Weirdly, it's all Thea's name in cursive. Uh, that's that's right. Yeah, it's a, it's a brand. Yeah. Uh, the red cap's turn. He's going to stand up, which is going to take half of its movement, which is only twenty five. So that's going to take twelve. But then. Uh, look around and charge towards you, Varnox, uh, for cool. red cap. Has a multi attack, three attacks with its wicked sickle. Bring it, wicked sickle. Uh, move a speed. Yeah, like a sticky have to run wicket. Uh, a sticky exactly. wicket. Yeah. Uh, first attack, uh, ten. No. Second attack, twenty-five. That will hit. Yeah. Third attack, nineteen. That does not hit. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be nine slashing damage from the one that hit you. And it comes up, it's just like flailing its sickle. And the second one cuts into your arm where there's a little uh, clearance in your armor. All right. Uh, let's react with a little hellish rebuke. Ooh, that one was on my list, wasn't it? It was. It was. Okay. Cool beans. What happens? Uh, he hellishly rebuked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm just doing it at first level. Uh, okay, cast uh, Hellish Rebuke uh, and uh, tell me what normally happens. Uh, well, the creature must make a dexterity saving throw if it takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed or half as much on a success. Dex save a plus a one. That's a 15. Uh, that does not beat my DC of uh, of 20. <laughs> of 1 million. Ah, I was so close. Okay, <laughs> Dang it. So he's going to take some damage, which still happens. That'd be 15 fire damage in total. And can you roll me a D6, please? I certainly can. That's a five. Okay. Uh, you cast Hellish Rebuke. Flames are burning up all around him. Uh, he, he's screaming out in pain and drops dead. But in the remnants of the flame, uh, five imps pop out of the flames look around and uh, move to charge towards you. Sweet. I'm going to roll them into initiative. They go... Never-ending combat. Never-ending combat. <laughs> oh, God, don't do that again. Yeah, that's more of a Patreon game thing, Russ. Stop stealing my thing. I will not. Uh, they're going to go next, actually. Cool. So five imps coming towards you. They attack with stings, bites in beast form. No, it's going to be a sting. Here we go. Let's see if I can beat your AC with one. That's a 10. No. Two. 23. Oh, yes. Uh, another 10. Uh -huh. Oh, nat 20. Ooh. Uh, which is make 25 and a nine. So that's two. Uh, so the first one, you get five piercing damage. Please make a constitution saving throw. I think you can probably beat it without even rolling. Correctly, uh, well, I mean, I got a nine, so you tell me. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Uh, so you also take ten poison damage. Uh, uh, I'm immune. Oh, wait, no, I have a resistance against poison, so that'd be only five. All <laughs> right, so you're going to take five poison damage, and then you're going to take double on the next one, so you're going to take another ten piercing damage and another constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, 25. That one succeeds, uh, so you're only going to take half, so you're going to take another po 10 poison damage, half, you're going to take another five. Okay. 
the madcaps inside Flint charge towards you. There are three of them. They're the, the ones that look like they the, the hats have melted, melted into their hats. face. I would probably also be angry if that mm. was my lot. They don't look happy. I mean, you are covered with scabs, so your lot in life is not well, great well, yeah. either yeah. at the moment. Fair. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, so they each have three swings with their wicked sickles. So I'm going to roll three okay. d20s. So that's uh, plus... Uh, so 13, 14, 14 for the first one. Nothing. No, no, and uh, no. Boy. Uh, 12, 13, 14 for the second one. Wow. No. You are Holly. rolling my dice. Uh, 18, 25, 11. 18 does not hit, so the 25. So just one. So you're going to take nine slashing damage. Like all of these, these three creatures, and they're, they're small, so they're like two or three feet coming at you just swinging their sickles as quickly as they can towards you uh only one of them manages to catch skin which catches like is an exceptionally scabby part and it just it Uh. really just feels extra bad like it's not a huge Uh. amount of damage but yeah it just like begins to pass too i hate it yeah it's uh, because it's hell (laughs) uh okay flint uh, well, yeah. Let's uh, let's turn that back around. Let's turn the beat around, uh, and we'll uh, we'll just uh, we'll attack all those weird red cap face boys. Awesome. Uh, so you got three of them in front of you. Uh, we'll name them one, two, and three. All right. Well, let's uh, let's attack them in that order. All I'll right. Roll all my d twenties. Uh, that's a twenty-four. Yep. That's the exact same. All right. And then that is a 17. Uh, all of those will hit. Nine for number one, 11 for number two, and 12 for number three. Yeah, you hit them and the blood is like, well, not even blood. It's like this black, blackish red ichor that's flowing down onto the floor of this, uh, of the machine. Um, they are, they are knocked down. They are all three are prone um, uh, they are writhing on the floor uh, in front of you. You're in the machine. Uh, anything else you can or would like to do? I mean, I guess I could use my second attack action. Oh, right. You got a second attack <laughs> action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I sure do. Uh, so, yeah, there's three writhing on the ground, not looking too uh, much of a concern, and then the big, big boy. Uh, well, okay, well, if they're all out of the way, I'll go back to focusing on uh, Le Big Bois. Sorry, also one in the driver's seat. Now, but he isn't driving anywhere. Like, we are still stationary? You are still stationary, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, then I will leave him for the time being. Okay. All right. Uh, so to hit the big guy. First one was a 21. Second is a 17. Third is a tw- Ooh, 12. <laughs> It's about as bad as it gets. All of those will hit. Okay. He's not a hypermobile, big, fleshy blob of grossness. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, 13 on the first one, 12 on the second, and 9 on the third. So 34. Wowzers. Yeah, carving into this creature before you. You, you don't kill him, but describe the scene uh, as, as it's playing out, as you are in like this, essentially shoebox with all of these monsters uh, and creatures that you're you're carving up. Yeah, it's kind of a like you know, have you ever been for like Benihana? 
it's kind of like that. There's a lot uh-huh. of like, a lot of sword tricks, a lot of form I got going on here, dicing into little bits, flipping things up, you know. Catching body parts under your hat, then revealing yeah, you know, it. Yeah, in, like... in the pocket, all that stuff. It's all good. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Night Hunter, your turn. Okay, so Night Hunter has moved to the front. There, how many are still alive? Like one next to Arnox? Uh, no, and that one's dead too. That one's dead too. Okay, well then Night Hunter is going to uh, crawl or climb up the side of the big vehicle uh, and see what the party is going on. Uh, so you, as you're climbing up, you see Lipsinki who's fallen onto one of these blades. Oh, I want to help her. I reach down and I like pull her off a blade. Are you alright, small friend? Oh, I mean, I've been better, but really I just want to get in there. <laughs> oh, I can give you lift? Thank you. I throw her up. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, climb up after too as well? Yes. Uh, so yeah, you throw Lipsinki up. Lipsinki, do you uh, want to land inside the Maybe, machine? Maybe like do a tuck somersault or sure i mean i guess there is an open hole at the top where i pulled the lid off so yeah let's just hope there's no uh spinning blade right where i land i guess i know there's not because i looked through the machine so fly up into the air and land down inside the machine and flint is just like tearing up everything inside uh night hunter you climb up and follow behind you are able to get inside as well uh, I turn around and see the driver. Uh, yeah, you would be able to see the driver. Yeah. yeah. All right. I want to attack the driver with my uh, with corpse grinder. He turns around and like like catches your eye as you swing as your as he sees your axe swinging down on top of him. Uh, twenty six. Yes. Oh my God! Max damage. Yeah. That's what's up. Nineteen. Yeah. Was uh, yeah. Uh, straight hit to like I mean there's really only one place to hit him based on how the the cockpit's built you're gonna hit him in the face uh, so your axe cleaves down into his head um, and like into the back of the seat that he's sitting in and like sticks back out like almost like swings back down towards you yeah it's pretty gross um, but I mean Amy says ew Night Hunter has an enormous smile on their face uh, <laughs> and they turn around uh, and Am I now faced with the back of this gross big blob monster? Yeah, there's like a, a weird dance happening around. So like Lipsinki's kind of between the two of you, but Flint is like mushed to the side, like just like stabbing into it. I want to like soccer mom arm Lipsinki to the side as I swing Corpse Grinder down um, onto the back of this um, flesh golem. Awesome. Oh, no. Uh, 19. Still I don't know hits. why I said oh no yep. for that. And, oh my God, max damage again. Oh my God. 19. A hideous demonic like wail echoes out in this space. Your axe is lodged deep within the flesh of this golem. Varnox. So I got all these imps around me. Yes. And uh, I just look around and I look at them and say, today you will fall to the will of Ord. Ordinary people doing good things, and I'm gonna cast Thunderstep, uh, and I'm gonna teleport myself to the top of the tank, and okay. they need to make a Constitution saving throw DC 20 or take 3d10 thunder damage. I mean, I'm gonna give them all a try. On a failed and uh, a half on a success. 
Yeah, no, they all failed. Uh, one of them extra miserably with a nat one. Fantastic. Let's see. That is 12 thunder damage uh, in total, and that thunder can be heard up to 300 feet away. It echoes out across the plains, and they all uh, like explode as soon as it hits them. In this fiery, gory mass. All five of them are dead as you land back up on top of the, uh, the machine. I can kind of gauge the situation that's going on inside. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so uh, the last thing left is this big thing. Um, just just the think, one big thing left. I think, I think this... Has it even ever gotten a turn? Uh, once, it, I think. Yeah, once. Uh, not, not even. Uh, so let's give it a turn. Just see what oh, it... just for Pharisees now. Just can see what it can do. That wasn't what I was I No, was yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, so it was it's more of a ha-ha. Yeah. I mean, it's just a big... I'm a big it's gross a big monster. Punchy ooh, guy. Ooh. So uh, it's going to make just two slam attacks at Flint. Um, it doesn't. Uh, I think the highest one was a 15 there. Yeah, that won't do it. Yeah, so it's just trying to like get position in this place. But all of you uh, at this point, like how I picture this scene kind of playing out is like Varanox climbs in and shuts the door behind him and there's just it's rocks back and forth until there's just like a splat across all the windows. <laughs> Thea and Grancis are just watching from the outside. Yeah. Just being oh. like, I wouldn't want to be that thing. <laughs> no. Yeah, they they should have built the doors a little bit bigger. Maybe it could have gotten out. God, do you think Oh, it's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, no, it's gotten into everything. Like yeah. everybody's, everybody's gonna have to have. That's gonna need some they detailing. Probably don't, they probably don't have baths down here. That's, this is not good. Do you think there's like a squeegee or something? Can't even see out those windows anymore. Lipsinky, there's a big hand that wipes across the front, and I picture Lipsinky like just giving a big wave from inside. <laughs> Uh, as everybody climbs into the machine and like rolls out as much of the gross that's in there uh, out the side door, as it hits the ground uh, and the doors shut closed, we see everybody go up to the the helm, the cockpit of this machine, and look around. Does anybody know how to start it? Uh, I search a nearby body of one of the uh, red caps. See if I can find a coin. And I, I look under, like, the visor, <laughs> like they always do in movies. Mm-hmm. And Thea hops out and grabs the immovable rod. <gasps> Good call. Uh, immovable rod moved, bodies looted. Uh, you find a total of seven soul coins from various uh, creatures and positions uh, hidden within. Did you want to do something with those soul coins, or you just you were just looking to find Yeah, I'll start looking around with uh, Flynn at the front and... See if there's anything I can do with these uh, bad mamma jammas. They resonate in your hand, and there's like, there's this this painful ring that kind of hits your ears as you as you see them. Um, uh, Flint, you see a a coin slot on the dashboard that looks like it's the perfect size for one of these soul coins. Give it a shot. I flip Flint a coin. Coins flipped. Flint slides it in and the engine roars to life as it screams out across the landscape or begins to roll towards the watchtowers of the river Styx. 
Dungeons and Dragons Season 2, Episode 137, starring Amy Moore as Thea and Night Hunter, Carla Maxted as Lipsinki, Tom Laird as Flint, with Kyle Classit as Varanox and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing by Carla Maxted and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and Artlist, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. And a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Perry Mady, Kayla Littlejohn, L.A. Branton, Old School Gamer D, Nathaniel Teeter, Destiny Garcia, and Ryan Carr. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast and receive hundreds, literal hundreds of hours of bonus content, hangouts with the cast, and a whole lot more. You have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, you've just... You've just... What's the word I'm looking for? Hurled yourself Hurled down yourself. the brambly bony hill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What what fucking level am I? Eighteen. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I sorry. I can't remember. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, friends. The Sprouting is a podcast that I want to tell you about and you should go listen to. It's an eldritch horror of an actual play podcast set in an apocalyptic future where eldritch plants have taken over. Magical bargains twist the fate of reality and each survivor struggles to trust their own senses as they try to see their goals through to their ends. The show uses the rules from Call of Cthulhu to heighten the drama of the story and leave the fate of the story at the whims of the dice. And they've created a completely homebrew world, a, a plant apocalypse, where the senses can't be trusted. And instead, the characters must learn to trust one another. The show is completely scored by beautiful music from their in-house editor, which heightens each dramatic moment throughout the show. I've got a little promo for you here, but go check out The Sprouting. I've listened to it. You need to listen to it. And you should start with the prequel episode when you go over there. Search for The Sprouting anywhere you listen to podcasts. With your long forgotten name, we call upon you. We call upon you. In the words of the unspeakable language, we call upon you. We call upon you. By the spilt blood of the wicked who walk upon this world, sprouting the words of false idols, we call upon you. We call upon you. On the land of the dead harvest, that which brings the earth itself into your service, Yamal, we call upon you. We call upon you. We call upon you. We call upon you. Yamal calls upon you. The Sprouting, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast by Blighthouse Studio. Find us on your podcatcher of choice.